Hey, what's up guys, Travis here. And if you've been following me or my story for any length of time, you know that I started a company called Guestio about a year and a half ago now. And one of the things that we are doing this year in 2022 is we're building a concierge program called the Fast Pass that allows you to get booked on top quality shows and platforms for the purpose of spreading awareness for your brand, grabbing attention, uh, growing your credibility, your authority, et cetera, et cetera. And so if you are listening to this right now and you are a seven figure plus entrepreneur and you have a budget to bring in traffic, attention, credibility, authority to your brand, then this might be a really great program for you. Just head over to travischapel.com slash 10K. Why 10K? Because we guarantee in this program that you're going to be able to speak in front of 10,000 people within 90 days. Okay, 10,000 people within 90 days. Imagine getting on a stage in front of 10,000 people to share your message, your story. That's exactly what we are doing inside of this program through virtual stages like podcasts or virtual events or YouTube channels or blogs. You name it, we are working with it, and we are trying to get you booked on those platforms. So travischapel.com slash 10x. There's a quick application there, and then right at the end of that application, it'll prompt you to set up a phone call where you'll jump on a call with me, and we'll talk through whether or not you're a great fit for this program. Please act fast on this. Do not wait because we are only taking on one or two clients a week due to uh, constraints with our team and the limited supply of high quality shows and platforms that are out there in the market. So if that's you and you're really wanting to explode your brand in 2022, head over to travischapel.com slash 10K, fill out the application, schedule a quick phone call, and you and I will chat really soon about whether or not this would be a great fit for you. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Build your network. Episode 35. Hey, hey, guys, this is Matt Miller, founder of School Spirit Vending. If you want to master your income, you should be listening to Build Your Network with my good friend, Travis Chappell. You have the ambition, the knowledge, and the experience, but still lack those relationships necessary for achieving true success. Welcome to Build Your Network, your guide to growing your inner circle, increasing your influence, and assisting others in reaching their goals. This is networking the way it should be. Brought to you by your host, Travis Chappell. Hey there, what's up? My name is Travis. Welcome to the one and only show that brings you tips and tricks on networking from the best experts around three days a week. Although they may not all be in the same field, every guest that comes on the show has one very important thing in common. They believe, as I do, that building relationships is crucial to achieving success in life. I cannot wait to introduce you to today's guest, but first, if you're listening to this, then there's a good chance that you're serious about building your network. If that's you, and only if you're serious, you should definitely check out my Facebook group, Build Your Network Beta. If you want more personal engagement, proven connection strategies and tactics, and some awesome giveaways like shopping sprees, Beats headphones, et cetera, et cetera, then head on over to byn.media forward slash FB to join the group, or you can search Facebook groups for Build Your Network Beta and join there. And once you do, please be sure to introduce yourself and say what's up, and I will catch you there.
Now let's go ahead and chat with today's guest, Matt Miller. Matt's early career was as an Air Force pilot and advertising executive. In 2007, though, he started his franchise company, School Spirit Vending, which has raised over $4 million for education since inception. SSV provides a proven and profitable business system for professionals looking to develop secondary income streams. Matt, thanks so much for coming on the show today. Why don't you go ahead and expound on that intro a little bit and then tell us more about yourself. Hey, Travis. Thanks for having me on, man. Yeah. um, Spent my time in the military, loved what I did, but was looking to make more money in the world of for-profit. And like you mentioned, jumped off into the the business world, working in the uh, hospital medical space and then in the advertising space where I spent about a decade. And along the way, realized that you know, companies, especially publicly traded companies, their loyalty was to their stockholders, not to their employees. Lots of decisions that were made that negatively impacted my family that were beyond my control. And so I started to look to do some other stuff on the side. And along the way, stumbled upon vending. Had a buddy of mine from church mentioned some gumball machines he and his young daughters had. And because I had read Robert Kiyosaki's book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, I you know, bought into the whole idea of passive income and making money while you sleep. And so um, heard that story from him, decided to learn a little bit about it and bought my first used in candy and gumball machine on eBay after I had read a couple of eBooks from Amazon. And that was kind of the beginning of my vending career. Slowly taught myself vending. About a year and a half later, 07 and 08 hit, the market tanked. Revenues dropped off the for the locations that I had, even though I had built up a pretty significant business. And right around that time, and ha- ended up having some young kids knocking on my door, selling me stuff for local school fundraisers. And um, I was like, you know what? If I was to do, be able to do business in schools, I wouldn't have to worry about the economic flush fluctuations as much, and I could maybe get some kids off the street. And so we started selling custom spirit stickers in sticker machines in schools down in a little school called West Columbia Elementary in West Columbia, Texas, October of 07, um, in a test program that we started there. And after testing and after realizing how great the program did, we set off trying to figure out how to build it from there. Uh, fast forward 10 years to today, we're a franchise in over 2,500 locations around the U.S. Uh, we've got a franchise team of 105 families in the United States and about 42 or 43 states. And uh, we're just growing like a weed, man. That is that is insane. I love. I think the best lesson that I took away from that uh, story is the part where you're talking about. Well, in 2007, 2008, the market tanked, and uh, usually for 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 most people, that um, part of the story usually brings about a pivot or in a. In a um, a career change, you know, like that we, we figured out that this wasn't working anymore. So we switched over to doing whatever, whatever. Um, so hearing what your pivot was, it was just a way to figure out how to make your same business keep working. And uh, it was just a huge, huge troubleshooting issue that you were able to really figure out and take hold of. And, um, and that that's, that's the biggest lesson for me to take away from that is 
sometimes you don't just want to abandon everything the first time that uh, that uh, the first sign of trouble, you know. And um, I think that that's a fantastic example of that. Um, but Matt, this is Build Your Network, which is the podcast that helps people grow their inner circle and um, and and build their network. So. Um, I want to kind of switch gears and, and talk a little bit more into that subject. This episode of the show is brought to you by Indeed. We are driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate is not to search at all. It's to match and match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need this platform, guys. I'm telling you, Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work and use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging candidates so you can connect with those people even faster. And it doesn't just help you hire faster. In fact, 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed Survey. And look, guys, one of the things that I wish I would have used Indeed for is this matching service. You can search and search and search and search and search all day long, but to actually be presented with quality candidates, like 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 hiring a a recruiter for you that's presenting people that has actually done the work to vet them and uh, bring quality people in front of you, that work by itself is the fact that it's done by a software instead of like a team of high quality recruiters. Is, is pretty insane. So they leverage over 140 million qualifications and preferences every single day, which is why Indeed's matching engine is the best one that you can use. It's constantly learning from your own preferences. So the more you use it, the better it gets at doing the job for you. Join more than three and a half million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire talent Fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility over at indeed.com slash Travis. Just go to indeed.com slash Travis right now and support this show by saying you heard about Indeed here on the podcast. Indeed.com slash Travis. Terms and conditions apply. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Um, can you tell us about a time in your life when a connection led to a moment of success? Oh man, um, so much of my career <laughs> has been about that. Though I'll be honest with you, being an introvert and being raised the way I was raised for years, Travis, I was that guy that would rather hang out at home with his family, was not about networking, was not about any of that stuff until I came across a guy who uh, perfectly fits your question by the name of Aaron Walker. Um, Aaron, I met at a Dave Ramsey Entree Leadership event three and a half years ago. Got to know each other during that week. I walked away thinking, man, that guy, I have got to find a way to get around him. And about six months later, I hired him as a coach. And Aaron started talking to me about the value of relationships. And he started getting, encouraging me to go to events like social media marketing world, podcast movement, that type of thing. And it was by going to those events, I was able to completely open my world up to the movers and shakers in the social media and podcasting space. And, and many of those relationships, um, and what's happened through them, uh, in both ways, has has helped put our business where it is today. Hmm. 
And Aaron is such a great guy too. Definitely somebody that's uh, a good to rub shoulders with and be around. Um, in fact, you can and you can go check out his episode too. I believe he was episode zero two on Build Your Network, and um, the guy the guy is just one of the nicest, most genuine people that I've ever met. So it makes complete sense that you were wanting to get around him a lot more. Yeah, he's incredible. Do you believe, Matt, that? that who you know or what you know is more important and why do you believe that no doubt about it who you know hands down Um, once again i didn't understand that just a few short years ago but as an example i can look back to the huge growth we've had in our company here in the last two and a half years since we started franchising Mm -hmm. and i can attribute to about three or four 30-minute conversations like you and I are doing now. And if it weren't for me getting to know those people and developing relationships and having those conversations, you and I wouldn't be talking today. Wow. Wow, that's incredible. With, with that being said, with with how important it is um, to, to do these things and to, to constantly um, be building relationships with other people. Why is it, do you, do you think that so many people just don't do it? I, I don't think people understand the power of it, or they think that somehow they're, a, they're less of a person if they've got to rely on other people to help them get where they're at. I mean, I'll give you a great example. I was listening to a Gary Vaynerchuk Chuck episode on his podcast here just a little while ago out mowing the lawn. And there was somebody that called in on his show asking what they should do. And and Gary's advice to them was, okay, what I would do is this, 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 and this, and see if you can get the attention of as many influencers out there online as possible mm. to help you get the word out. It wasn't go – now, of course, work and, and a lot of hard work is the underlying theme and all of that. Mm-hmm, right. But the reality was – it was getting to know people who have a bigger sphere of influence, who have more credibility and developing a relationship that could be mutually beneficial to you and them. That That is all he talked about in giving that person advice. Um, so, yeah, I, I mean, you've got to understand that and you've got to get yourself in a position where you can begin to develop relationships with people that either through knowledge or through their relationships can help you move further along and get where you're at. No doubt about it. I wouldn't be here if it weren't for Aaron. And one of the biggest things too, that I agree with Gary, with Gary on uh, tremendously is he's always hound, uh, just, just pounding the, the, the point home where, um, you should constantly be trying to give at least 51% of the value in every relationship that you have. And in my experience, I've seen, the complete opposite mindset of that most of the time when it comes to the actual term of networking, uh, quote unquote networking. And, um, I mean, people just, people are the complete opposite of that. They're not going into the relationship thinking, how can I give? How can I help? How can I sharpen? They're going into the relationship thinking, what can I get from this? How can I, uh, receive something from this and what angle can I take to, to, to get there? Um, what are, what are some more practical ways, Matt, that you try to add more value to other people than you receive from them? Wow. I I mean, like as an example with, with our franchise, we go over and above, 
I mean, because my goal, first off, my philosophy is you help enough other people get what they want and you'll be taken care of. So with that mindset, from day one in our business, we have always sought to to serve and to provide value above and beyond what we're getting in return return. Um, now, over time, that ability to provide value has scaled. And because of some of the tools today, like podcasting and that type of thing, I'm able to use the exact same you know, hour to produce a podcast episode and serve 105 families instead of just one. But there was a time where everything I did was just for one or two or three or four families. But I had to be willing to get in that giving mode, that serving mode from the very beginning. And over time, I've been able to do it more and more efficiently with a lot of what we do and a lot of the value that we provide. You know, the same thing with our schools. To give you an example, we're not just a sticker machine in schools. We're right now in the process of providing um, and developing content to serve our customers, that being the kids that we serve. Um, so that we're not just selling them a sticker, we're, we're giving them access to information and knowledge and planting seeds in their life to help them become better. Um, I hired a couple of young guys a few years ago to start a comic book series, and uh, that has transitioned into children's novels. And we're using that content to encourage kids to read. You know, once again, no one would ever thought, okay, a sticker machine encouraging kids to read, that, that doesn't compute with them. But the reality is it's it's not just about taking, it's about giving. And our goal is not to give those kids 50 cents worth of value for every 50 cents they spend. Our goal is to give them over time, five, 10, 20, $30 worth of value and, and lifetime potentially impact with, with some of the things that we're able to share. If you had to boil it down to just one networking tip, Matt, just one tip that you would give to somebody if you were crunched for time and had to just make it one, what would that be? You have got to get out and uh, attend events and not go there to for the information necessarily, but to go there to meet the people. I'll never forget the very first uh, event Aaron and I went to, Social Media Marketing World in San Diego. And this was three years ago. We went, I was so jacked up. I didn't know why I was going because all I had was a personal Facebook page and had just set up a LinkedIn page. But he said, let's do it. And I said, okay, let's go. We went and we sat in in the sessions the whole time. And and I know that he had to be pulling, well, he didn't have any hair at that point. Um, <laughs> he would have been pulling his hair out though um, because I thought we were going there to learn in the events. Mm -hmm. He has subsequently taught me that we're going there to meet people. And today we spend the majority of our time, myself and, and of course others around me, you know, out in the hallway, networking, developing relationships and getting to know people because we can figure out and learn that content being taught in those sessions later. Um, I'll be at Anaheim here in two weeks for social or for podcast movement. And that's what that entire event has been about for me for the last three years is getting a chance to know people and serving people that are there. Mm. So, so, so important. Now, besides events, 
is there a place that you go uh, either online or in person that you specifically go there just to cultivate relationships? Um, I, I mean, I do a little bit of that on Facebook. I'm part of a, a few different groups where, where I work to help out where I can somewhat. Um, the challenge is, like you said earlier, Travis, today, so many people are there to take. They're not there to give. Um, you know, they're not even trying or, or, or even remotely understanding of, of, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk's jab, 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 right hook, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. or his 51 49% of every relationship, like you mentioned. And so it's hard because they're all there with such short term motives. Right. Right. And, um, so it, it, it gets oftentimes very, very hard unless you've got a relationship in another way with, with some of these people. Yeah. Which is actually a perfect time for me to mention. If you haven't picked up a copy of my ebook, Groupology, um, definitely head over to buildyournetwork.co forward slash FB to pick up a copy of that, um, which is basically your guide to connecting in Facebook groups. Because exactly like Matt's saying, there's so many people um, that are in Facebook groups and it's such a powerful tool to use, but there's a lot of people that are misusing them. Um, and uh, being that taker and, and trying to um, always be extracting value instead of giving value. So um, that ebook will kind of help you uh, uh, guide you through that whole process of becoming more of a giver in all of your Facebook groups. So head over there, pick that up. And then um, my Facebook group, Build Your Network Beta, is designed specifically to be the opposite of that. Um, so if you have not uh, done that. That is at the same site, buildyournetwork.co forward slash FB. Um, but I appreciate you bringing that, bringing that up, Matt, because that is a, a passion area of mine. Obviously, I wouldn't have written an ebook on it. Um, and it, it's so, so, so important to not be that one annoying person in the group. But it seems like in every Facebook group that you're in, there's still so many of those people um, just going around and around. They're like the, the guy at the event that has 3,000 business cards in his back pocket, you know? And, um, and it's so, so, so important to make sure that, uh, you're not, you're doing your part to not be, uh, that person, Matt, throughout your career, we've kind of touched on this a little bit, but I really want to dive into it because I think it's ultra important. How crucial have mentorships and group mastermind settings been for you? Oh, hugely crucial. Um, I have only been a part of a mastermind here for the last two and a half years or so as part of Aaron's Iron Sharpens Iron. But it has been a game changer for me. Uh, and of course, the, the mentorship and the coaching that Aaron has brought me as well has, has been life changing. I wouldn't be a franchise today. I wouldn't be on this show um, doing interviews like this. I wouldn't have attended the events I, I have attended without him in my life and my willingness to be teachable and willingness to learn, uh, to realize that I don't know it all and that there's a lot I can learn and should be in continuous uh, pursuit of learning. Um, the thing I love about mastermind groups is it's an informal board of directors and the guys I've been with now for two and a half years, um, you know, we've gotten to be great friends. In fact, there's some of my best friends in many cases today. We're spread all over the country. We have no commonality of background whatsoever, except for we all found Aaron and got put together in this group. But the fact that everyone owns a business comes from a different background and have a, has a different perspective and lens that they look 
look at the world through right. has been huge because I'm not just talking to people that are vending operators. I'm not just talking to people who are are fundraising companies for schools. I'm mm-hmm. talking to guys that, that are from all walks of life. Yeah. And yeah. Um, their perspective has been valuable for me. And I trust that mine has been valuable to them as well. If you moved to a new place, Matt, brand new place, and lost all of your current contacts, what would you do to start rebuilding your network? I, I mean, I'd get out and about in the area to start with and get to know who some of the players are. I, you know, to be honest, Travis, I'd probably start a local podcast and I'd ask to interview anybody who's a mover and shaker in that community and uh, essentially give of my time to shine the light on them and what they do and share it with that world mm-hmm. and, and get to know them in the process. Um, that would probably be the shortest distance for me between point A and point B because so few people are doing that. But the technology today has never made it more simple to do. Man, that's literally probably exactly what I would do. Um, because, just out of experience, this podcast has allowed me to to be able to connect with some people who I never thought would even have time to talk with me um, for a couple of minutes, let alone sit on a, a podcast interview for 30, 45 minutes. And um, it, it's been incredible to me, um, the, the power of podcasting. So um, I, I'm 100% on board with that one. All right, so now we're going to kind of switch gears here, um, Matt, and go into something I like to call the random round. Matt, are you ready for the random round? Let's do this, man. This is the random round. What profession other than your own do you think it would be fun to attempt? You know, I think I'd I'd love to be like a radio personality. I think that would be a blast um, to get on, to meet people, to talk to people. Uh, I think that would be a lot of fun. If you could sit on a park bench with somebody, past or present, and talk to them for an hour, who would it be and why? Wow. Uh, shoot. Um, I mean, uh, I'm a Christian, so Jesus would be number one on my list for sure. As far as uh, as as mortals, um, I, you know, I'd love to sit on a park bench with with Lincoln and and pick his brain. I would have loved to have had an opportunity to do it with Steve Jobs. Um, you know, Elon Musk today would be a great one to do that with as well. How do you like to learn best? Books, blogs, podcasts, videos? Podcasts and then doing, believe it or not. Mm. I, I, I learn most of what I learn by actually getting in the game and figuring it out as I go. Tell me one of your favorite podcasts besides Build Your Network, of course. I love uh, Gary Vee's podcast. Um, I've been listening to a, a lot of Russell Brunson's uh, Marketing Secrets podcast of late because that's kind of where I am right now, trying to learn some of that kind of stuff. You know, I love the Startup Podcast um, by Gimlet Media. Um, yeah, the list goes on and on. I probably got forty or fifty of them on my on my iPhone right now. <laughs> Give us a glimpse of your morning routine. Um, I get up. Pretty early, normally, you know, 6 o'clock, uh, three days a week. I'm working out with a virtual trainer that I uh, got the name of Jeff McMahon out of the Cincinnati area, who we get on Zoom and do video uh, training. In fact, I did that this morning. Um, 
And then I typically will start my day. I try to get some quiet time in at least a couple times a week as well. Um, and then I make my n- normal morning Starbucks run at some time in there to get a little bit of caffeine to get going too. What is your go-to pump-up song? You know, this is gonna this is gonna sound really bad from a fifty year old guy, but I, <laughs> I, I listen to a lot of Justin Bieber these days. Believe it or not, no with, shame. With, there's with no a household shame. Of, of three teenagers, <laughs> um, there's a lot of the Biebs being played um, for sure. Uh, you know, Journey, anything from Journey is always good too. And I've got a lot of old prints that I uh, like to listen to as well. In fact, the uh, Around the World in a Day album, uh, my senior year in high school, it kind of takes me back to then and uh, listen to that one quite a bit. What are you not very good at? Any kind of details. I hate the details and things, Mm. period. Uh, When it comes to taxes, when it comes to money, when it comes to all that stuff, that's why I've hired people to help me with that kind of stuff because that's just not my... Uh, that's not my wheelhouse. That's not where my giftings are. And as we get everything wrapped up here, Matt, what is one place where we'll be able to find you the most? Well, I mean, it can search online for sure, Travis. Um, Matt Miller and Vending will find them uh, all kinds of stuff. I did write a short ebook um, that I found a lot of professionals are looking for secondary income streams. And vending is a great way to do it. Um, so it's called Live Your Dreams, the top 10 reasons why you need to own a vending business. And they can go to ssvbusiness.com slash building, excuse me, build your network to download that. And uh, we can start a dialogue um, in any way, shape or form if they like from there ssvbusiness.com forward slash build your network. Go check it out, download that ebook, and um, see if maybe vending would be a great income stream for you. Matt, thanks so much for coming to the show today, man. I, I really appreciate your time. Hey, Travis. Thanks for having me on, man. God bless. That's all for this episode of Build Your Network. Your next step is to visit byn.media slash FB to join in on our Facebook group for more personal engagement, proven strategies and tactics to reach your ultimate goals. That's byn.media forward slash FB. Remember, you're only one connection away. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.